0: Last summer, I spent lots of time at the park because I was bored and lonely as a new mom. I had met a mom at the park, and she invited me to be part of this mom club. And I was really grateful and really excited, and I had joined the group me, the messaging system, but I hadn't yet attended the actual mom club activity. A couple days later, I was at a different park, and I met another mom, and her name was Kayla. It turns out that Kayla was actually the leader and the head of this mom club that I had been invited to join. And I'm so excited because today I have Kayla coming as a guest on my podcast and she is one of the coolest people that I know. Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here today, Kayla. Yeah, of course.
1: I figured if anyone else is at the park at nine in the morning, that they're like my kind of people. So I was like, oh yeah, let's be friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. And Kayla is one of the coolest people that I've ever met. And one of the first things that I learned about Kayla is that she has done the 1000 hours outside challenge. So will you start off by just explaining what that challenge is?
1: Yeah. So it's pretty simple. It's trying to be outside for 1000 hours. People track it different ways, but there's this girl, her name is Jenny. And I'm probably going to talk about her as if like, I actually know her. I don't know her, but she's from Michigan. And I don't know if you'd call this like a movement, a platform, but she has an Instagram and a podcast and a website and it's encouraging families to get outside.
0: Why did you decide to do the 1000 hours outside challenge?
1: I had a friend share this with me. So a few years ago, I had never heard about this before. And this friend lived in the Midwest. So I don't know, because Jenny, who started it, she she's from Michigan. So I don't know if it was like more popular in that part of the country, but she told me about it and she was tracking her hours outside with her kids. And I just thought that was the coolest thing, but it was at a time where I was just like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work for me. I was really pregnant. I was living on the third floor of an apartment complex. And I was just like, that's really cool. But I just, that's too much to take on. And honestly, I forgot about it. Until another friend reached out to me on January 1st, which is like the perfect time to set some goals. Mm -hmm. And you're super like, yeah, I can do this. And she's like, we should do this together. And I was like, yeah, totally. So we decided to try it out. At that point, I had already had my baby. I had moved. So I had some space and a yard to be outside. So I just felt like it was a little bit more manageable. My friend told me about this and I decided to just look at the website because it seems like cool, um, but I kind of wanted to learn more about like the motivation behind it. And one of the things that I saw was Jenny, the creator of this, she had a statistic, and this is years ago, so I'm sure it's probably more now. But she said that on average, a child spends about 1,200 hours a year on screens. And so this was an attempt to match nature time with screen time. and That really spoke to me. I was born in the early nineties. And so I didn't have that screen conflict per se. I had like three channels on TV and it was probably like boring stuff during the day. (laughs) So I was like always outside and I just had the best childhood. I just loved everything about my childhood. I was outside morning till night, just all the time. And for me, that's something that I really wanted to give my kids. And it's so easy to just be inside on a screen, the TV, tablet, whatever it may be. And so that was a big motivator for me to get out with my kids and to experience the world. So last year we did it and we got a thousand hours and we just had so much fun. So, and we got to meet you. So it was great.
0: That is fascinating. I'm learning so much from you and about the background behind all of this. And I totally feel that it's so easy to just stay inside. So, last year, like 2022, was the first year you did it? Yeah. Okay. So, you had two little boys when you did that?
1: Yeah. So, everyone has their own philosophy of how they want to track it. So, it's very personal. There's definitely discussions online of what counts <laughs> and what doesn't count, but I'm like, whatever works for me. So I last year started the year with a seven month old and a four year old or a three year old, I guess at the time. And so for me, I tracked my hours with my oldest boy, just because my youngest, like still has to take naps and stuff like that. And that's what's important to him. So I didn't track my baby. As long as you
0: And your oldest were outside, yeah. then it counted. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And how do you keep track of it? What, like, what's your method for keeping that?
1: So if you go onto there, there's a website for the thousand hours. I don't know what to call it. Is it a movement of whatever. Yeah. Anyways. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're their thing and they're free. You can print them out and track it. I did it for two days and I personally hated it. So I was like, <laughs> this is just too much. I cannot do this. But they actually also have an app. So I use their app, it's a few dollars. And that was like super helpful for me to, to track my hours that way. I have an iPhone. So I just like use the timer that comes with the phone. Like when I start and then when I stop and then I input it into the app.
0: So there was an app that goes with it too.
1: Yeah, it's actually like super cool. I, because I am super big in like journaling and different things like that. And the app works to where you can put in a journal entry every day and upload some pictures to go with it. And yeah. then you have to pay a few dollars, but you can pay to have all of your entries exported so that you like have those. So I oh, think that's really like cool. To
0: export it as like a journal, actually. A, a PDF. Okay, yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. So you could print that if you wanted to. Right. So then I can put a few sentence thing of what we did that day. And this year I'm attempting, I, I keep forgetting, but I'm attempting to write what the weather was like every day to kind of track. Cause I'm proud of the times that we're outside and it's like snowing or whatever, like sometimes it's hard to do those things. And so it'd be like, look at what we did. So anyways, we're tracking our weather too. Cause I thought that that was fun. That's super
0: cool. Yeah. I didn't know all these things. Yeah, You've already gotten into this a little bit, but how has doing this challenge and taking this challenge on made a difference for you?
1: Yeah. As we talk, I'm, I'm talking in a mom context because that's just the season of life that I'm in right now. But truly I wish that I had known this long before I had kids. I worked in an office full time before becoming a stay-at-home mom and life was just very fast paced and I don't know like I I would work all day and then I would go outside and be like wow it rained today I had no idea because I was just so focused on what I was doing that day and so I feel like for me something that has really helped me with this is just to be present be present with the people I'm with be present with my surroundings um it's just really helped me to just like slow down and just enjoy things. So that's something that I've really, really liked. And I just like in general, I just love being in nature. So hiking and swimming and all those things, that's something that I personally enjoy. So it's just been fun. But also my oldest, I I mentioned this before, I had a little baby and this really helped us spend quality time together. We did a lot of our outside time, especially at the beginning during my youngest nap, we would just like go right outside in our yard while he slept. And because before I started this challenge, it was like, okay, it's nap time. Like you go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. And with this, it helped us really like connect and help me give my oldest the attention that I could have been better at once I had my, my second kid. So those are some, a few things that helped me with this challenge and just my overall mood. I just feel like I'm like happier and just like sunshine makes such a difference. Being outside makes such a difference. Like changing your clothes for the day and going outside. Like that's sometimes that's hard for people. And so um, those little things definitely have helped me to just be happy. So
0: I love that so much. And I love that benefit that you were able to spend more quality time, not only with your, kids in general, but specifically with your oldest, because I, I'm in that phase right now where it's like, once my youngest is sleeping, I'm like, once any of my kids are sleeping, I just (laughs) want (laughs) to, but I love that, that it can be a really special thing to, to bond.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, if my oldest still napped, I definitely would have just let them both nap and do my own (laughs) thing, but he has given up the naps. I mean, he's five now, but yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's do something make the most out of this time. So,
0: yeah. And I also love what you said about wishing you would have done this or, you know, more of this concept, even before you had kids, like working in an office. I know our family, we went to the park a few weekends ago and my husband, Matt was commenting on that, that he's in an office all day long and he just needs to be outside more. So, yeah true this is that happiness and the benefits of being outside don't apply just to stay at home
1: moms (laughs) I know I there's some days that I definitely am like oh man you're so lucky to go off and and work but there's also days where I'm like man my life is really good I feel bad that you're just stuck (laughs) in an office while I'm kayaking and having so much fun outside (laughs) so it goes both ways but it's so true
0: And I also love what you said about how it helped you to slow down and to be present and just enjoy where you are, because I love to be outside as well. And it's really fun for me to take my kids outside. Of course, there are hard things about being with little kids, no matter where you are. But I used to feel really guilty about like spending so many hours outside at the park because kind of, yeah, I'm like, well, if my husband's working, then I should be at home doing laundry or doing whatever. But I've, I realized that like, what's the point of us all just being inside when we all just get mad at each other. Let's get outside. Anyways, that's rambling, but.
1: And there's so much learning that takes place outside. It's not just a classroom where you're learning, you're learning as you're, you know, out and even at a park. It's something that I really like about the thousand hours. So she has like an Instagram thousand hours and a podcast. And she likes to have people come on that have books about nature and stuff like that. And it it really makes you think like, like, for example, just our eyes looking at an ant on the ground, like it makes your eyes focus in, you know, versus looking far away and these different things that helps the development of your body and your mind. There's just so many benefits. So Don't feel guilty about going to the park. The park is great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. I've been thinking a lot about that concept of like different types of learning, but I didn't even think about that learning for us.
1: But yes, definitely patience. That's something else that has really helped me. I feel like with my children, sometimes it takes a long time after The park to transition back to the car or transition literally anywhere. And it's like, oh, well, we're getting outside time as we're taking 15 minutes to get from point A to point B. Normally I would be like, oh my goodness, this is taking forever. And now it's like, oh, take your time. This is outside time.
0: (laughs) 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 Kind of with that, how do you find the motivation to get outside in the first place, especially when it's cold?
1: So I guess the first thing is like our motto in our house that we say like all the time is we go outside every day. And so that is something that is planned. It's not a surprise. We are always going outside. Now, now with that said, there are sometimes when we go outside and it's only for 10 minutes because that's just the type of day we are having, but we always go outside. So that is something That is really helpful. And obviously, there have been times when I haven't gone outside because someone is sick or things like that. But in general, we go outside every day. And that is something that we say often in our house. But with that, I think one of the biggest things for me, honestly, is to plan things out. Because if I don't have a plan, then I definitely have no motivation to go outside. But if I know what we're going to be doing, it definitely makes a difference. Because one of the biggest things with this challenge, that I was really mindful of is I, I didn't want the goal of being outside for a thousand hours be the priority over like my child's happiness. And I guess what I mean by that is I didn't want it to be something that my kids dreaded. Like I wanted them to want to be outside And I didn't want it to be a chore. I didn't want it to be like an obligation. I wanted it to be something that they like were happy about. And so because of that, it did take some planning. I feel like getting my kids outside is the hardest part. And then once they're outside, we find things to do. So I've never been a school teacher, but I feel like I am like a teacher with my lesson plan every week, like, okay, on this day, we're going to get outside doing this. And this day we're going to do this. And sometimes it's, we're going to the park with some friends, or sometimes it's, we're going to do a craft, but we're going to do it outside. And you know, just different things like that. Mm -hmm. And there's just like so much to do last year. I, we spent the majority of our time either just like in our yard, but we did a ton of parks we are lucky to live in an area with a ton of awesome parks. I'm really grateful for that. So lots of parks. We did lots of hiking, but there's also like a ton of community events going on that before I did this challenge, I literally had no idea existed. Like last month, my oldest and I, we went to a fireworks show in February. I'm like, why what? are there fireworks in February? And just, you know, a It's probably like 20 minutes away, but they've been doing this fireworks show for the last 10 years, and it's just this shopping complex just to get, like, people coming because who wants to go shopping in 35-degree weather, right? So, people came to the shops and stuff because it's, like, an outside, like, shopping center type thing, Um, but they had, like, live music, and they had, like, this food drives. We brought some like canned food in and we did all these different things. And then after we had this firework show and it was so fun and I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for this challenge. So, um, yeah, lots of community stuff. I already forgot your question. I just, oh, what motivates me? Just just planning. You just got a plan. I think that motivates me. I want to hear more about, do you have
0: any sort of system for your planning or is it kind of, tell me more about that process?
1: I do have a system as far as like how much time I want to get outside throughout the year. Um, A thousand hours is about three hours a day, but absolutely no way am I going to be outside three hours a day in the winter because we live in a snowy climate. It's typically like between the 20s and 40s in the wintertime. So um, how we have it set up, and this was through the thousand hour website, is this winter schedule and they also have one for like hot climates where it's kind of like the opposite. But we start with an hour a day in January and February, and then it kind of increases. So right now in March, our goal is two hours a day. And then to the summer it's five hours a day. And then it goes back down in December, it's back to one hour a day. So right now I'm trying to decide okay how am I going to get two hours a day? And as far as planning goes, I just kind of see what's out there. Um, We recently joined a, a forest school. It's like a mom and me forest school where we have this group of moms who do different like outside activities. So that's something that we're currently doing right now. We try to do something on the weekend with my husband when he's not working together as a family. But as far as like planning goes, I don't I don't know. Just if something sounds fun, we go for it. It's kind of yeah. the plan. But,
0: but you have a like an hourly or a daily goal that you're kind of yeah. in mind to help you know like how to plan yeah your
1: life and stuff. Yeah. So daily goals and it and really like with the weather. If it's a sunny day, I try to get even more than what the goal is because there's always times when someone is sick. I feel like. <laughs> But little kids, they're always sick. And so um, trying to like balance that. So last week it was like super sunny. So I was trying to get some three hour days because the weather was really nice. But okay, we were also sick at the time. So we were doing it from our backyard, but okay. it was still fun. You
0: mentioned that you really wanted this to be something that y- you wanted to help your kids love to be outside and you didn't want them to feel like this was a chore or to dread it. What things have helped you to not make this like, oh, I have to go outside, but for you and your kids to be excited about it? Does that make sense what I'm asking?
1: Yeah, I I definitely let my child take the lead as far as how long we stay outside for. So if he's like, I'm done, I'm like, okay, we're done, even if it's not an hour. And then I just try again, like after nap time, like, okay, let's go outside again. Uh, and generally he's up for it. So that's a big thing. My oldest, bless him, but he does not like to put on snow clothes or shoes <laughs> or jackets or pants or literally anything. So sometimes that makes our time outside shorter because he's not wearing the clothes that he needs to wear. Um, and I don't fight that because I'm like, why? Like, I just don't want this to be like a huge deal. So in the wintertime, we would just get lots of blankets and just hang out in the hammock together outside outside. And he was happy because he wasn't wearing all of his snow stuff. And I was happy because I got to spend time with him. And we got to talk and play I Spy and read books together and things like that. It's not necessarily the type of things I like to do. I think it'd be fun to like go on trails and stuff in the snow or sledding in the snow. But my kid just isn't into that. And I'm hoping that in a few years he will be because he'll be willing to wear the right clothes for it. Um, But in the meantime, I'm just kind of like taking his lead. And I feel like that has really helped with us and not being confrontational because this is supposed to be fun. And I don't want to just be fighting about something that's supposed to be fun. So that's
0: really cool. And I feel like that can apply to a lot of parts of parenting as well. Okay. I want to dive a little bit more into how doing this challenge has made a difference for your
1: kids. I think a big thing that comes to mind for me, um, mom of the year, I don't love or even really like to read with my kids and I never really did. And I have some friends who are just so awesome at that and I want that for me and it just like never happened. And going back to not wanting to wear snow clothes. A lot of the beginning of the challenge last year was just on our front porch. I would sit on our front porch. He would sit in my lap and we'd have lots of blankets and we would just read books together. And for me, I was into it because we were outside. So we were fulfilling this goal that I had, but he was just loving it. And then, of course, I'm like, oh, I should have done this earlier with you. But from the start of the year, he didn't really have that great of a vocabulary. And by the end of the year, he was, he like can read now. So we spent a lot of the year outside reading, which has been super helpful. And I'm sure like he could have figured it out without the challenge, but it definitely helped me prioritize time to do that with him. And then it
0: was a positive uh, thing for both of you. Yeah. Sort of the yeah. dreaded thing for both of you.
1: Yeah. So um that was, that was really cool. And just in general, like just, we've done lots of learning this year with reading, we planted a garden. So teaching how plants work and growing from seeds and all those kinds of things. And just their bodies have changed a lot. I'm sure a lot of that is just like natural development, but also just being at the park, just their balance. They're just, as the year progressed, you just see like them excelling in how they're climbing and balancing and their grip strength as they're doing flips and all these things on the monkey bars. And I don't know, it's just, it's just really cool to see. And just in general, we're all just like happier outside. We just, we just like to be around each other. I I don't know if it's the sunshine or the fresh air or just the change of scenery, but um, being able to connect with one another, I just feel like we're happier when we are intentional with what we are doing.
0: I'm smiling so big because <laughs> I'm just thinking about, and it's so funny because my oldest, who's two, he's just been in a funk lately, and my husband Matt was just saying that he's like, I think he just needs to spend more time outside, and I might need to actually do the that one thousand hours outside challenge because it's hard to get outside when
1: it's so cold. <laughs> it is, yeah. It gets easier the more you do it, but definitely at first, there's definitely some learning that goes in into it for sure. And but I love even now.
0: you just don't have too much pressure. Like we're just going to go outside and then as soon as you're done or as soon as I'm done, we can go back in. I think I just love taking that pressure off of it. like Because yeah. getting outside is the hardest part anyways, like you say.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure my... My husband or close friends who are listening to this are probably laughing right now. Like, no, Kayla, you were stressed, and I'm going to say to that only a couple of times. I was a little stressed (laughs) because I was like, oh no. There was a few times last year when we had like mega, like a marathon outside time days, but both times I did that, we ended up getting sick. So I don't think that's the answer. But there were definitely times where I had to like push through. This year, my approach is just being a little bit more chill. And and typically, like throughout the year, I am pretty chill. But there are definitely a few times where I'm like, "Oh, we are behind." And typically, a family, a normal family, when that's the case, they just go camping because camping is the easy way to get like a ton of hours. But I am in a family who does not camp, so we don't have that to to help us out. So we gotta be creative.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. The other thing that I think you, I think you told me this before. Anyways, at least I've heard about this challenge is even if you don't reach the goal of a thousand hours, you're still going to be outside more than you would have and benefit from being outside more.
1: So Jenny, the, the founder, she, she says, even if you fail, you still win. And 100%, I totally agree. Back when I was working full time, Like, not exaggerating, there'd be times when I'd be outside maybe 30 hours the whole year. And it's like, we as humans, we need to be outside and be in the sun. And like, those things are just good for our overall health. And yeah, even if someone doesn't get a thousand hours, maybe that's kind of the extreme. Like, if before you got 80 hours and now you got 300 hours, think of the 300 hours of memories and Time with your family, or for yourself, if you're doing it alone, like for yourself, just like that self care, like it's it's still a win, absolutely.
0: I love that. Yeah. I what was that quote again from Ginny? About so
1: I I think this is the quote. Maybe for I'm paraphrasing one one. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Even if you fail, you still win.
0: Okay, and you already actually talked about this a little bit, but I just want to make sure that you share all that you have. Cause you just started this wealth of knowledge, but I want to ask more about what activities you like to do outside.
1: Oh yeah. So for me personally, I like to do yard work. I just like to like be by myself with my thoughts in the zone I love my garden. I love to mow the lawn. I love to rake leaves. Like, Well, I love to rake leaves Like for the first week. And then after that, it gets old. <laughs> but I like to do yard work, I guess. And that's kind of my time like away from my kids with them still being there, playing in the yard or whatever. But we've done a lot of fun things this year or this last year. I love to go picking raspberries with my kids. We have a few farms that we did that last year which was really fun. Something that I did last year that I don't know if I'll do it again this year, I really should though, is finding ways to connect with other people. And and what I mean by that is typically we have different seasons of our lives where we are close to, so so for example, like a coworker, you see them every day and you just like grow this like really strong bond with them and then someone gets a new job, and then you don't see them every day, or someone moves out of state, and you just don't see them like you used to see them. And not that there's anything against either friend, it's just like your relationship, you just aren't investing the time with each other, because you just can't. And so you kind of lose touch. And, you know, the last few years, with everything with 2020, like we haven't been together like we used to and um something that I wanted to do last year was to reconnect with the people that I identified as like special people in my life and so one of the things we did last year was I had like i don't know maybe it was like 15 to 20 people maybe it was 30 people I don't remember but I really set a goal. It's like, I want to spend some outside time with you. And that was a lot of fun. Like I went kayaking with some and four wheeling with others, went on hikes with some and, or just go to the park or had a picnic with others. And just being around other people and people that were important to me and that are important to me. That was a lot of fun. That's probably my favorite part of last year was just spending time with people that I typically don't just because of, life circumstances so that
0: is so cool I love that you take this need to connect with people and connect with people and this desire to be outside because I think looking back at my life some of the memories that stand out the most are my time outside and then to combine that with people you care about anyways I just think that's such a cool idea
1: yeah it was fun and I, I feel like, honestly, the reason why we even, like, were able to accomplish this goal was, one, I told people about it. So it, like, helped me stay accountable. But I also just have an awesome support system. I had friends willing to go to the park with me in very cold weather or very hot weather. And, you know, family or friends that didn't live close by, like, my kids' birthday presents for like outside related gifts. And I don't know, I just felt really loved and supported and they were cheering me on the whole time. So I feel like that definitely makes a difference too. When people are there to help you, my husband, I like can go on forever of how supportive he was of me doing this. That definitely makes a difference too. When you have people cheering you on.
0: That's really sweet. And I also feel like I was someone who was blessed by you doing this challenge because you did the hard work of having the motivation (laughs) and making it happen. And so you got me to get outside with my kids when it was really cold or when we were having bad days or whatever. Anyways, and we benefited from you doing this challenge. So not only did it bless you and your family, but it also is helping other people like me.
1: I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad the one time that we went and it was very, very cold, Um, that park trip. I'm glad that you're still my friend after that because I'm like, she never wants to go with us again. That was we weren't prepared.
0: That's one of my favorite memories from this winter. Seriously. Well,
1: one thing that I forgot to mention is I did ask my child what his favorite activity was outside and shocker to anyone who knows us but he told me that he loves to play solitaire outside so that's his favorite outside activity he loves to play solitaire um not the fun things we did like boating and kayaking and ice skating no it was solitaire was the first on his list so I just wanted to put that on the record uh, he's good at it, so more power to him. But he. And I loves
0: also it. love that concept. I think you've touched on this throughout the thing. Like, I think in my mind, when I think of outside hours, it looks a certain way. Like it's just playing at the park or whatever it is. But like you've said, as we've been talking, there's so many different things that you can do outside. You can play solitaire. You can go to a fireworks show. You can read books on your porch, like. Being outside doesn't just have to look a certain way.
1: Yeah. According to me, people track things differently. According to me, yes, I I I agree with that. That for me, outside time is outside time. And uh, yeah, I remember this one time we had a, a group of friends go to a splash pad. And this was during the time where I was like trying to catch up on hours because we were a little bit behind. And I got a phone call. We were at the park, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes Top's and my husband let me know that he got a flat tire and I should have been very sympathetic and like oh but I was like no my outside tire. so that a little glimpse of the times when I'm trying to catch up it's a little consuming but I go and my kids wanted to go with me so we we all went to help him get his tire changed. And it was like, Oh, we're still outside. This is still outside time. And like my whole mood just changed. It was like, "Oh, this is great. I don't mind helping you because we're outside. So yeah, there, there was a few times where I was a, a little much, but you know, we, we did it.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask one more thing and I don't even know how to phrase this, but I think when someone hears that you spend five hours a day outside in the summer it's easy to think like, well, how do you get everything else done? What would you say to that?
1: Uh, You don't. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my best friends in California, we're we're doing this, we've done this together a a few years and we've had a a few conversations about this and it's like, people don't get it unless they do it. So I'm going to try to explain the best I can, but like, it's hard to explain. But really at the end of the day, For me this challenge it's it's helped me prioritize what is most important to me and in this time with like my kids are only going to be a five-year-old and a two-year-old for one year you know and do I want to spend all of my time you know focusing on how perfectly clean my house is or do I just want to like enjoy life with them i'm sure once they're gone my house is going to be spotless but until then it gives me permission to put my family first i guess which i mean i should be able to do that without this challenge but for me this this has helped me kind of do that more i prioritize being outside with my family and then everything else fills in where it does and then there's other times where you're kind of creative like i've definitely taken you know uh load of laundry outside and folded it while the kids played and you know you you find ways to make it work but yeah lots of like eating outside we do lots of like lunchtime outside things like that but I don't know it's just the things that are important to you you will find time for whatever that is whether it's cleaning your house or any other hobbies you have you find time for it so
0: that is a life-changing concept. Really take a step back and what is important to you? What what really matters to
1: you? My, my hope and dreams for everyone is to just get like an extra hour of outside time a month. You don't have to do a thousand hours, but I do think that it just like brings so much happiness. I don't know. I just, I've loved it. So go outside. That's my message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. And like... Can't you just hear in Kayla's voice?
1: She's just a happy person. <laughs> I'm happier outside, that's for sure. I do yeah. like to be outside. I love that. Unless unless I'm cold. <laughs> I need the right clothes. And then and then that's I'm happy, happy outside. outside. <laughs>
0: yeah. You've taught me this winter is yeah, having the right clothes can help it be a much better experience for everyone, for you and your kids. So yeah. I think that's a good point.
1: Once I found the right pair of boots, I was good. If, <laughs> if your feet are cold, then that's a game over. You need warm feet.
0: <laughs> totally. And and I think you guys have also taught me that it's okay to invest in good warm clothes. I'm such I'm a cheapo and I don't like to spend money on anything. But if it means making these memories and feeling happier and you know, being happier during the winter, then it's worth it to invest in those clothes.
1: For sure. For, for me, yes. My socks and shoes, I think that those are things that I've spent more money on. But for my kids, if you go to a thrift store, at least out here where we live, like there's snow clothes everywhere because kids grow out of clothes so fast. So I've been able to get some good deals and things like that with my kids.
0: So that's been nice. That's a good tip too. Thank you so much for sharing more of your story and your wisdom. Do you have any last words before we close today
1: these are things that i am passionate about it's just yeah just taking the time to just enjoy enjoy being around other people enjoy being outside like even though life can be really hard and hard things happen to us like if we take the time to enjoy the good it'll bring us more happiness for sure amen I believe we should stop
0: focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today and I'll see you next week.